welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust Podcast Sports mm-hmm. Talk. This is going to be a, a doozy. This is going to be one of those ones. Of course, I got my co-host in the building, Liam. What's up, Lee? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Liam run the show. I want to I wanna see what he got. I want to see what what his beliefs are. I think we've been too, in my personal opinion, we've been very analytical about a lot of these things, right? In sports, there's mm-hmm. always stats, the conversation like that. I feel like it's about time we just do like my favorite podcast. What they do on uh, Flagrant Two is feelings, no facts. So we just gonna, of course, have some facts behind it, but it's gonna be feelings behind this one. This has to deal with right. both our teams, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Yeah, Malik. Well, very, very gracious of you to give me the reins after uh, my Eagles' first loss. It's that's really nice of you. I appreciate it. Let's go. But let's get into it. I know we got a lot to dive into, but Malik, let's hit a little bit of a recap. Um, really, a fun Sunday. Uh, we had Thursday night kick it off. The Panthers beat the Falcons twenty five fifteen. Boring game. Another Thursday night game we really didn't give a shit about. <laughs> yep. Um, Germany, German game that was fun. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay twenty one, Seattle sixteen. Uh, Tampa Tom's two and zero since the divorce is final. Three Real quick, quick Malik, are the uh, are the Bucks back on track? I would say uh, this is the point that we saw Tampa Tom hit when he won that Super Bowl. We've seen at some mm-hmm. point in the season things started turning. Right, we we saw like oh Tom Tom Brady's finished. The team's not looking too good, and they got it together. And that's how that Super Bowl run was, and we need to remember that. You can't yep. you can never count Tom out? Never, ever, ever. And the defense looked really good. It was a Seattle team that's been a surprise all year, but they've been playing damn good football, and they were shut down. So mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, like next that. game, our boy that we've been talking a lot about, I'm just growing to love him more and more. I know you've been riding with him since Ohio State. Justin Fields continues to look awesome, uh, albeit in a 31-30 to loss. Real quick, Justin Fields, what are you thinking about him? You know, that's my boy. I'm going to have I'm gonna have some biases toward him. I hate to see him on a team that's – Still getting their bearings together. I wish these quarterbacks – that's how the draft works, right? You get chosen yep. by a team that has a shitty record, has a shitty year, and you go there, right? I wish these quarterbacks can kind of come into a system and develop themselves. And no matter what, this just shows you, without a team that has nothing pretty much around him, the fact that he's still developing as a leader and as a quarterback and being able to see the fit a lot better, he's playing better. This is – what is this, week eight? This is week eight, right? Week nine? Yep. That was week 10. 10? Week 10. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Oh, bye week as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah bye week. Um, so Screw with, at week 10, seeing this quarterback figuring it out, I love mm-hmm. Justin Fields. I cannot wait to see what the, the Bears – Chicago always shoots himself in the foot. That's just what Chicago does. I mean, the Eagles, without without the, the Bears shooting themselves in the foot, Eagles don't have that run as well. I remember seeing that kick. So it's like this is a Chicago thing, right? They kick themselves in the foot. It's about time now you have your guy. Figure it the yeah. fuck out draft around him, and keep him safe. Yeah, it's almost best-case scenario if you're a Bears fan. I know you know we're all competitors, but deep down, if you're a Bears fan, you know you have to be looking at it as this is almost best-case. Our quarterback is developing into a franchise guy, but yeah. we're also losing games. Like They're going to have a top five, top six draft pick to get a real talent to try to help him out. You know, Offensive linemen are, are huge. Obviously, we've seen his line give him no help at all, so – I think Bears are in pretty good shape. He looks awesome. I'm glad that they're finally, you know, coaching around their superstar that he he can be. My only grievance, and I said this last week was him with him, was his I'm big into body language. And I think yep. I've always been like that in all my sports is how does your body language look to the opposing team and to your yeah. own team as well? And you see a lot of frustration from him. Like they, the camera's always on him. Like after a play of him getting sacked, his face, maybe he just has resting bitch face. I don't know. Right. But right. his face is always like gloomy. Like he's like, fuck, man. What? Like he's just in a deer in headlights, but he's still playing his ass off. But he's just like, this shit got to get together. Because honestly, he's not loose to, he's not used to losing. I no, followed never. him since high school. He was on a Netflix show, QB1. Yeah. I followed him since high school. He was a winner in high school. I followed him when he got mm-hmm. to um, he he, he was, I think it was maybe he Oklahoma. was Georgia. I think he was Georgia. Georgia. Yep, Georgia hometown. So when he declared that, I was like, oh, awesome. And then he came to Ohio State. Was winning at Ohio State. So this mm-hmm. is the thing of of you know when you make it to the NFL, a lot of these players are not used to losing and dealing with that for the first time, right? This is everyone at the same speed. So I just want his body language in the all season for him to grow. Um, and have some maturity to him. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a great point. Um, you're, you're 100% right. I think it's one of those things that hopefully he does grow into it. 
at the end of the day, what is he, 23, 24? Yeah, exactly. like he's still a kid. He's younger than yeah. we are. So hopefully yeah. he can develop that. But yeah, I mean, the talent's there. Yeah. Um, speaking of talent, or I guess lack thereof, uh, the Denver Broncos dropped another one, 17-10 against the Titans. I think you and I talked about this week three or four. Are the Broncos done? Is Russell Wilson done? And we were kind of like, yeah. there's just nothing there. There's nothing there. I, yeah. I They're boring. They're bad. The Titans are... I mean, they're going to win that division again. They play, if you want to call it a boring brand of football, they play a boring brand of football, but they win these type of games. Are you ready to just stick a fork in the Broncos and let Russell Wilson? I mean, I was upset when I was seeing the Broncos on Monday Night Football for like, was it, two weeks in a row, yeah. three weeks in a row? Over over. They were going from Thursday night games to a Monday to two Monday night. Like, it was just annoying, yeah. right? So I don't want to watch them play any longer. Ever since then, I haven't watched them at all. I haven't seen anyone yeah. talk about Russell. Everyone's canning Russell. Uh, I don't like to do that to players when they're in their new uh, a, a new home. I don't do that mm-hmm. because it's still learning a system in – it, it makes me question what things were, and I think we can't do that yet. What what was actually going on in Seattle? Was that Pete Carroll? Mm-hmm. Was that the defense winning them games? Because Russell is that quarterback. He extends plays. Yeah. He has a cannon yep. for an arm. Does he not have the right weapons around him? And, like, these are things that I I don't write off someone in a new system right away. I, I want to give it a little bit more time to see. Uh, but for this year, I, I, don't, I don't see nothing coming from him this year. Yeah. No, and honestly, going into the rest of this year and even in the next, I'd be surprised if that head coach stays. I mean, yeah. he just looks like a moron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, you gave Russell Wilson the money, so he's there to stay, yeah. whether you love him or not. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the Broncos, they need they need something else, man. Yeah. Um, moving on, within the same division, the Chiefs took down the Jaguars 27-17. to Malik, hear me out when I say this. Uh, I just referred to the Titans brand of football as boring. It's almost getting to the point now where the Chiefs are making explosion look boring. Patrick Mahomes is so good. He makes 350 yards and three touchdowns look boring. Am I yeah. wrong? But that's what we're expecting. When, when you become that great and it's just a weekly expectation, this is the mm-hmm. the the only person you could think of as a goat, and I'm not goading Patrick Mahomes at all, but the only person you can relate him to um, is like a LeBron. When we got so used to seeing LeBron yeah. make these plays, Agreed. people talk about these guys um, – I forgot who, what interview I was watching, but they were talking about in the NFL, there was this, well, I forget what wide receiver was, but he was making one-hand catches in practice, and he got Fitzgerald, that's who it was. They talk about Fitzgerald oh, yeah. in that way, that he makes such crazy plays that you just become numb to it. So you become numb to, like, the greatness of uh, that team. And the fact that week in and week out, they do their assignments, they're well-disciplined team. Yep. They play to, to their strengths. Even if they're down, they're going to still play to their strengths. Nothing's going to change. And that's what we have in, you know, young teams like Dallas, stuff like that. When it goes to overtime, we're going to get this W. We're going to continue to do what we do. We're not going to go off off key. And they they handle the ball so well, and they're so smart. They're a smart team. Yeah. It's just so impressive to me. And here we go again. Stop me if you heard this before, but Patrick Mahomes is an MVP favorite. It's so interesting to me that they, they lose Tyreek Hill, debatably the most explosive wide receiver in the game. Still and, doing it, and he's still killing it. They're yeah. both, but they're you know, it's kind of a breakup. They're both, they're both killing right now. But yeah, I feel like we all had these cautions of, well, now what are the Chiefs going to be? What's Mahomes going to be? And and here we are again. It's week ten, week eleven. They're top of the division. They're going to win that division. They very well now may be the one seed uh, with the Bills going down. We'll talk about that later. But I mean, again, it they're like you said, well coached team. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, and that's a pretty damn good recipe. Speaking do of MVP, him as the best, do you put him? Excuse me, do you put him as the best in the league right now? Probably. I think if you, if I had the number one draft pick and all NFL players were around, I think I would go Mahomes. Okay, I'll give you that one. Now, speaking of MVPs, this is going to be an episode about debate, so I, I just want to bring this to light and see what your thoughts are. The Miami Dolphins improved by seven and three. They took down the Browns thirty-nine to seventeen. I think it's time for us to start giving Tua some MVP love. I mm-hmm. said this to a couple of my buddies last week, mm-hmm. and I said there is serious consideration for me because the Dolphins have not lost a game that he has started and finished. Again, we talked about his concussion and everything. And the Dolphins, man, they just look electric. And, yeah. again, I brought up the Bills already. We'll talk about them. But with them losing, if the Dolphins can somehow win this division, it's going to be large part of Tua. Going into this weekend, I believe Tua had the fifth best odds as MVP. He now is the second best behind mm-hmm. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. 
Should Tua be getting more exposure? Should he be getting more MVP love? The reason it's flat is with all the things that happened in the beginning of the year, right? The concussion protocols, all that around him kind of quieted up Miami. Miami doesn't want to be in the news right now. Because either way, you put Miami in the news, it's going to revert back to that concussion protocol oh, yeah. stuff, right? So they're not pushing that that outlet. I think it's – I've been looking – I mean, when you look at Terry Kill, I think he's at like a 1,000-something yards, already Crazy. receiving yards. And it's – you know, there's a lot of fucking games. I think he, he might be able to hit two, right? Might be able to hit two stacks. And if you look at the yardage, I, I don't have it off the top of my head. It's not five yards here and there. Like, he averages like 15 yeah. yards. He's up there in his average yards pickups. Um I think that we – I don't see them as a long-haul team. Like, I don't see them going far into the into the uh, playoffs of that January, February time. But mm-hmm. I think there's something that, like, keep an eye on them. This is definitely the, the definitely. keep your eye on that team. And I, I love that coach, that young coach. He definitely turned yeah. things over in Miami. People want to play in Miami. By Terry going there, I mean, he's going back home, right? He's from Florida. Him going back home and can prove some things of, like, this is – where you want to get, you know, when you're in those drafts and you're in those draft rooms, you don't want to get that phone call from the fucking Jets, the Dolphins, the Jaguars. And at the time it was Cincy as well, right? Now these things are are starting to change, you know? So I would love to see where they they go. I don't see them going far, but definitely put some notice on them. I don't see him winning the MVP though. His MVP thing is already tainted in my eyes. You're right. And listen, tainted, and I would even make the argument that that concussion stuff helps him. Right. Because it's the story. We all the the media loves the story, whether these people, you know, deserve the awards they get or not. It's always what the narrative is. Right. So what you're going to hear if Mahomes wins it is how good he was without Tyreek Hill. There's a story. And if Tua happens to win it, it's going to be he came through all of the concussion protocol stuff. Some doctors were telling him never to play again. And now the Dolphins are an all world all world team. I do agree with you that it's it's almost weird for us to say the Dolphins can be like a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah. It's clear that they're all in when they traded for Bradley Chubb. They brought in another running back that's played for their head coach in San Francisco. I don't know. They can hang They can hang with anybody. I think you're right. At the end of the day, playoffs come around. I'd probably take the Bills and the Chiefs and teams like that over them. But you're right. They're but definitely the missing. The NFL doesn't want that story out. The NFL does not want he comes back from concussions. That's a good the point. NFL doesn't want that. In three years, you can say that when it's quieted That's down, that concussion protocol stuff is gone. Right now, NFL does not want his story to be he overcomes uh, the what's uh, the the concussions. He's overcoming all the media hates. That story is not what they want out there. They don't want that story because I just yeah. create flat back to the NFL. So that's You're where right. I'm like he deserve he just do he put either either way. Even to me, I still don't think he should be playing in my eyes from what I've seen and. I just yep. say, dog, it's not worth it. Jay, uh, Waddle was just on an interview. I am athlete, and he talks about the mm-hmm. dog in him, right? He has a competition. In my eyes, he shouldn't be playing. And I have, yeah. at a small scale level, I played through so many injuries as, as a kid. Like, I didn't care. Like, I was like, fuck it. If I can't walk in 20 years, I don't give a fuck. I'm talking right. like, this is right now, right? Um, it's That's hard to do at that level. When you make it to your dream, it's hard to say, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. You're I, right. You're right. I mean, you have to be that competitive to a certain extent to make it to that league. And yeah. you know what? It's also, you know, helps when you're making, you know, the big bucks that you're having <laughs> yeah. coming down the road yeah. as well. I was uh, at Palmyra <laughs> High School. That's two different things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The biggest storyline, Malik, I think we had going into this Sunday uh, was what the hell were the Colts thinking hiring their former offensive lineman who has no coaching experience, and here they come with a 25-20 win against the Raiders. Raiders are a nightmare. I'm tipping my cap to the Colts and Jeff Saturday, man. I gave we both gave him some shit. I think everybody gave him some shit. It's we talk about it every week. It's hard to win games in this league. He went out, man, and, and those guys played for him. Hey, I mean, it still is the Raiders, right? Still the Raiders. Right. Not, just, we're not going to discount that. But the way he commands the locker room, his lo- his locker room speech after the game was yep. to me one of the best. Like you know, you guys outworked them. You put the work in and, and you dog through this. I, he definitely shut my mouth. He shut a lot of people up in the room <laughs> and showed a lot of people. We put their foot in their mouth, right? Like he did. coming out, like, let's see what the fuck they can do, right? Like, let's see what this team can hold up to, to become with his leadership. Whatever that boat may be, even if it's just for this this year and that he doesn't come back, no matter what, it still is an interesting story of what the fuck. We still need some justification yeah. as to what the fuck was this decision? Why yep. did they go with this decision? Um but he definitely said, shut the fuck up. I- I'm meant to be here. It is what it is. And 
I, I, hey, all applause, man. We were wrong, and I'm I'm okay with saying I was wrong in, in this in this essence. Uh, can you? Oh, sorry, bro. You froze froze for a second. Was it froze? Yeah, you're good. You're back now. But yeah, like I said, like I think uh, he shut us all up, and yeah, in my eyes, I I can all I can do is say I was wrong, and I respect him for that. That's it. Yeah, oh, I think you and I texted each other um, about it because our show dropped right before his initial press conference. And I think we both had the same mindset from his press conference. You, like you just said, he came out and said, listen, I'm here, whether you like it or not. I may suck at this. I may be great at this. I don't know. But what I can do is lead a group of men. I've been around leaders, Hall of Famers, Super Bowl champions. Like I've been around the league. And there is something to be said about you know hiring these former guys that have that mindset. And they did it. And I think they're going to get a, a wake-up call on Sunday against the Birds. But we'll talk about that later. I mean, but when you stand tall and you play in a – you play as a – he was a center, right? Yeah. Yep. When you play as a center and your starting quarterback was the yes. Hall of Fame quarterback of all – like one of the best of all one time, of best ever. you can stand in there. And and, and that, that position at center is the quarterback of the, the, the offense as well. You're the second quarterback yep. in my eye. So he, he has knowledge. He, he has the, the resume that speaks for itself. So It was impressive. It was impressive. Yeah. Speaking of impressive – our division rival, man, the Giants, they don't know how to lose. 24-16 win against the Texans. I know it's the Texans, but I feel like we have this week, or we have this talk every week. What are the Giants? Give them their flowers, I guess, to a certain extent. I mean, it's tough to be 7-2. and two. It's tough to be 7-2, and two, but I don't see them becoming – I don't see them going above 500 from this point on, and let me tell you why. And these next the, – the, the last end of their schedule is pretty tough. It is. They play Washington is. twice. They play mm-hmm. you guys twice. Um, I think they play us. Do they play us one more time? Yeah, they play us yep. one more time. We've already beat them once. So I yes. give them I give them that win. It's one on one. I give maybe I don't see them beating you guys none. more than none. <laughs> I don't see yeah, them don't, beating yeah. you guys at all. And Washington they may get one. Yeah. And, the rest and I, think, I think they play the Vikings as well. Thank you. It, it is the Vikings. They're not yes. winning versus the Vikings. No, hell no. Like this is what I'm saying. They, they, the rest of the city, I, I call them frauds. Like I think they're frauds. I think I don't see them. They, hey, you won fucking games. Saquon Barkley is is the comeback player of the year in my yeah, eyes. Yeah. He dogged yeah. it out, and that's what I've always loved Saquon. Um, I'm proud to see where he's come back from from all the injuries. But this 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 tail end of the schedule, if they can stay above 500 after this point. Then there's something to talk about. That's why I said I have no concerns with them coming up. But that's what you told me when we were texting. Be yeah. careful with the Giants creeping up on you. I have no concerns with the way their schedule is, is slated. You're out. right. I, I think you know. I agree with you. I they may be beat Dallas. I don't see the Eagles losing to them. If they do, it's only going to be once. And yeah. remember, one of those games is the last game of the year for us. So let's just pretend the Eagles take care of business yeah. and they're resting starters. There's another win. Like, this Giants team is going to win 10 games, which is very weird to say. And um, I don't know. I think in the playoffs they probably get bounced. But I think when you look in the future, if they can get a legit quarterback, because I'm not a big Daniel Jones guy, Me I don't either. know. They might be able to make some noise. Me either. My boy at, uh, that I worked with at TCNJ, he bigged him up saying, like, he had the the, the, the fastest clock on field 40 time. And he, I was like, and he fell and he on fell his down. feet. Yeah. Like, he, like, he fell down. So <laughs> I was like, what are we fucking talking about, bro? He yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, in my eyes, yeah, I mean, I don't even my debate is the giant it just I hated the Giants for a while. They had that thing with the Eagles, right? The Eagles were undefeated. Yeah. The Giants were like, Oh my god, we have it, we've only lost one, we're still up there too. No, no, like everyone was kind of quieting that debate down. Like they were just like put this like, yeah, yeah, but you're no one's worried about you type of thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird. Cause again, they keep on winning, but I think, and yeah. I don't know, we can be wrong. I, I think if you just look in the grand scheme of things with the Eagles and Cowboys, like they're, they, listen, no disrespect to the giants. They're going to make the playoffs, but I think in terms of anything more than that, they won't, but you listen, think they're making the playoffs. They will make the, they're going to win 10, 11 games. They're going to make the playoffs. It's member. Now remember there's an extra seed now. So there's three wild card teams. So they're gonna they're gonna steal one of them. I don't have them making it. And I, yeah, I don't have them making it. All right. Well, we'll see. We we'll will see. see. I got I got two more games to hit on. One of them probably the game of the year. Yeah. The Minnesota Hello. Vikings, yeah. Buffalo Bills. Uh, if you didn't watch it, I feel bad for you. Go back and watch just the last ten minutes of the game. 
Kirk Cousins stopped at the one-yard line. We're thinking the game's over. Six-foot-five, 245-pound Josh Allen fumbles a snap in his own end zone. Vikings recover. Bills go down, tie the game, OT. Vikings hit the field goal, and Josh Allen throws an interception to end the game. The big question coming out of this, because the Vikings were the team that was, you know, 5-1, 6-1, 7-1, but the argument was, again, as we talked about a lot, their schedule, who they played, they really only played one legit team. It was the Eagles. They busted their ass. They just beat on the day on you guys, though? No, and you will, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme, like whatever whatever reservations we had about the Vikings. Squeaky. They were squeaky. And, yes, and squeaking by. Yeah. <laughs> they just beat a lot of people's Super Bowl pick in their own house. It's another one of those things that I don't know how far the Vikings can get. Yeah. But to be eight and one, their division sucks. They just beat the Bills on the road. They may not have to have a tough road to make it to an NFC championship game. I think they proved to a lot of people that at the very least, you have to respect us as one of the league's better teams. I th- So you don't even have to watch the full 10 minutes. If I were you, I would just watch the fucking last three minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's it. Like that game was definitely in my eyes. It right. It's up. It's, it rivals the um, last year bills yeah, versus Kansas city. It does. It does. Um, so when we look at their schedule, they play the Patriots. That's a W. Yep. They play uh, us next week. That can go anyway. You're they right, play. and I'm I'm afraid that's that's a game the Cowboys like weirdly win. Well, we have no choice with the way we played last week, right? Yep. Um, we they, I, I see that's I'll, I'll flip a coin on that one. It depends on who shows up, right? And we have the Patriots. That's a W. The Jets W. Lions W. Colts W, Giants W, Packers W, Bears W. In my right, eyes, exactly, exactly. In my eyes, that, that's if everything goes right, right? That's that's still what we have to take in consideration when we look at this game. We still have to take in consideration of who is their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He didn't win that game. Kirk Thuggins. Kirk Thuggins did not. That he wasn't thugging that <laughs> game. And by the that end was- of it, you start seeing like this is what separates starters from someone that's in a position that has to play and is a starter. Do I yeah. put? Do, and I would say. To be honest with you, that's Dak. And, Thank and we'll, you. We'll, I was going to say it, and in my head, I'm like, he better not argue with me. But there, no, you're right. You're that's right. Dak, and and I, that's that's beside the point, right? We'll we'll take it from there. We'll, yeah. Um, but when I looked at that game, I, I look at first of all, I could tell Josh Allen's hurt. He shouldn't be out there playing right now. And yeah. the the dude is is a dog. Even though I hate the Bills, I hate Josh Allen. The dude's a dog. Yep. When I looked at that game, it was like, what the fuck? Like, I called my dad. I'm like, yo, this game's crazy, bro. Jefferson, yep. throw I mean, away, that, throw that, away that, A.J. Brown. That catch, that catch was better than the Odell catch in 2013. So we could debate about that as well because you know who that was against. That was, I mean, everyone talks about, and I look at that as a ride like this. This is how I take that analogy, right? Iverson got famous off of what? That one move. That he listen no listen listen, AI got famous off that one move he did against MJ right. Mm-hmm. MJ still went to score thirty and won the game. OBJ got famous off that one catch. Yeah, so you're okay. We still won that game. This right here is something totally different. This is Jefferson going up. I have no idea. That's the create in my eyes. That's the best catch I've ever seen. One it is. Hand, I agree. one hand. Fuck, I don't know, bro. Because Odell was like fucking yoga posing it. That's it's so, just here's- so hard. Here's my thing. Uh, Odell was wide open, right? You just said it was against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. If that was against the Cincinnati Bengals, a one o'clock game, I don't know if it's talked about as much, as much. Justin Jefferson one-handed went up and ripped it out of a defender's two hands with the game on the line, fourth down and 15. A horrific throw. 18. I think it was fourth and 18. Yeah, fourth and 18. Ripped it out of another grown man's hands. And it didn't, touch the, it didn't touch the floor. That's no. what was crazy to me. That okay, you go up, you you go, you could be going up fighting for it. They weren't fighting for it in the air. He had like a palm, a finger on it, bringing it down <laughs> and still being able to take it out and maintain yep. full control without it going to the floor. Fuck, uh, I ain't gonna say that, but hey, he's beating AJ Brown for the year. I would say that as a top wide receiver, he is. And I'm gonna say one more thing. Um, when the Vikings played the Eagles, Darius Slay held him to one catch, two yards, but. You know, we can have that debate if we want That's, to have it. That was what week? That was week two this season. That's week two. Anyway, baby. 
One more game, one more game before we dive into it. We can we can go over this one pretty quickly. It was Sunday night football. 49ers beat the Chargers 22 to 16. I think we can agree the 49ers are are good. They're a solid football team. Who gives a fuck? That's all I care. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So let's start, <laughs> let's start it. I'm going to end it with the Monday night game, the the one that everybody wanted to see. Oh, uh, before we jump into this one, before we jump okay. into this, this is going to be a debate. Shout out I to our sponsor of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's sponsor is brought to you by TB3 Hookah. You see me smoking on the hookah. That's thank you to our supplier, uh, Jersey's number one online hookah retailer. Uh, with their vast variety of flavors, coals, and hookahs, and so much more, they make the priority to satisfy all of your hookah essentials, enjoy all of your favorite products in no time with their fast, easy shipping. Here at TB3 Hookah, you are a priority. Uh, use this code TRUST to save 10% on your next TB3 uh, hookah order. Again, that's TRUST for 10% off your order. Now in Jersey, especially if you're in South Jersey, this is your guy to use. I would say when I deal with prices down here, you always deal with the, the upkeep of we don't play up north prices. Up north prices are always better than South Jersey prices. So if you're looking for a, a amazing retailer, he has all the products. And if he doesn't, you can easily DM him and he can get that for you, anything, any of your needs. So please, again, use code TRUST for 10% off. The website is below. But if you're listening, it is boy 3 hookah dot com www.tb3hookah.com use code trust for 10 percent off love it love it and for all my uh my for all my philly people drive over the bridge man 20 minute drive it'll be well worth it well worth it order online baby there you go well listen i appreciate you saying that i hope you have your hookah on hand because you're going to need it to uh you know relax <laughs> a little bit our debate of the week as everybody knows i'm sure a lot of fans are rooting for the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles both both lost tough games that they probably should have won. So the argument and the debate we're going to have, and there's going to be good reasons for both, I'm sure, whose Week 10 loss was more concerning? Was it the Cowboys or was it the Eagles? Malik, I'll let you start. Say whatever you need to say. Talk your shit like I know you can do so, so well. Okay. So I think we are going to agree on this one. I have no idea where you're going to go, but mm-hmm. – I think we're going to agree on this one, and it's going to be my Cowboys. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I was going to debate and say, hey, you know what? Should I flip it and just, just be an asshole and say the Eagles, right? Should I? Should we, should we be Shannon Sharp and fucking bitch-ass skip? No, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I think it's more concerning with that Cowboys loss, and here's why. No matter what, I can't put excuses out there. It still is A-Rod in my eyes. He's the Brady. He's In my eyes, he's one of the top. I can never say he creates weapons. It is always A-Rod. I, I would take A-Rod as a quarterback in a heartbeat, right? But when I look at this loss, uh, I think that it proves to the point that a lot of us Cowboys fans were scared to actually say. We knew in the back of our minds. He is today's time Tony Romo in, in, in my heart, and this is what we deal with, right? We deal with Tony Romo being an okay player, a good player during the year, but can he win me that big game? And that's a distrust that it's, it sucks having as a fan. Because it, when it goes into overtime, I'm taking A-Rod 100% yeah. over oh, Dak. Yeah. I, I don't trust Dak. I don't trust Dak to throw a 10 out and, and be on point, right? And nope. when I looked at that game, I said, I can't blame the defense. I could look at that score and say, going into halftime, we were up 28-14, and we didn't score a point after that. As an NFL defense, holding A-Rod, okay, with no weapons – at the time, we didn't know who the fuck this this rookie star was, right? Who has had mad drops. Um, and I want to preface this: I I don't have a cable package to watch Skip and all those. I don't watch any sports talks. Anything I yep. see is off of Twitter, and if it's not on Twitter, I don't see it. So I don't come with debates. Of these are all my true like watching the games. What I'm getting from it. Before going to that that game, I said to Cat, I was at the I was at the, at the gym watching it uh, after halftime. It's when, when I got yep. to the gym and I was watching on my phone. I was pissed off to see how much of a bitch Mike McCarthy is. I am sick and tired of his fucking nonsense of thinking he's the fucking greatest coach of all time because of what he did in Green Bay. What the fuck do you mean you couldn't sleep? You're drinking so much coffee before the game. You you didn't you stayed up since four in the morning. You come to the stadium at eight in the morning. Now it's released that him and A Rod had a discussion in in an office space before the game. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? 
Is this not ball or just fucking what is this? Five like what is this is ball. This is prime time. Green yep. Bay versus the fucking Cowboys. And he's fucking yeah. having cocoa with the fucking starting quarterback. Yeah. What a welcome home party. No, there's no welcome home. Shit went bad there. You should have all the bad blood and it should be fuck this team. Let's go up and put fifty on them. That's one of my gripes things, right? What else is this proof? Dak throwing two picks no matter what. It's 58, 58% for completion. Um, it's dumb play calling. We th- This is what I'm saying. Like coaching and then players being able to make plays in big time games. Dak's not that guy. Coaching proves it differently. Mike McCarthy goes on camera and says, you know, we were able to move the ball. So I thought we can keep going and going fourth down. First of all, he's a pussy. He couldn't even throw his headset the right way. He's so unathletic. Yeah. Secondly, we weren't moving the ball. We moved the ball three times with flags. That told yeah. you we're not moving the fucking ball. Yep. That's not moving the ball. And it's troubling to see that no matter what, that can't win me the big games. I can love you all I want. And I know Jerry Jones will never get rid of him. I mean, we have him until well, uh, I wrote down here. What do we have him until 2025? He's not getting rid of him. And he might fucking resign him again. Yeah. Until we make the decision that we need to re- do something different. We're fucked, and I we're never we never will win the big game. And again, I'm not the fan that's going to tell you, oh, it's this far, it's this far. No, no, we suck. Dak is not the guy. I love him. Dak's not the guy. Zeke's yes. not the fucking guy. It's hard to say. We had our chance. We didn't win it when we went the fucking crazy. It's just, they're they're done. It's time to fucking go through this hell now. Let's rebuild. We got our back. I say put Tony Pollard in there. Fuck Zeke. Zeke's done. His knees are always is fucked up. And and I think we just need to have the real discussion that it's it's time to to cut ties and it's time to realize Mike McCarthy isn't the guy either. If we could fire a coach midseason, I would have fucking fired him too. That this, that that fourth down play calling was the worst play calling I've ever seen in my life. And that goes back to our offensive coordinator. We need a new offensive coordinator. We have a backup quarterback. That was a backup quarterback to Dak as our offensive coordinator. What are we doing? Yep. So I no, think I mean, what loss is more troubling? I'm, the Cowboys. I'm loving this. And it's – listen, I – you would have thought that this is like a copy my homework thing because I'm looking at my notes. The very first thing I have is, yes, in my eyes, clearly the Cowboys loss was more concerning. I have three big reasons why. And the first one, you you know, you just touched on it. Dak is not the big game guy. I looked at a couple of stats. What Dak Prescott does, and, and this shouldn't go, you know, unrewarded to a certain extent, but he's been beaten up on a bat on bad teams, specifically the NFC East, which has been brutal until this year since he's came into this league. The yeah. Giants have been dog shit, Washington's been dog shit, and the Eagles have had a few years when they've just been dog shit. And he's been beaten up on the bad teams. And that's fine. That's you're an average quarterback. That's what you're supposed to do. The roster is always better. That's fine. When it comes down to, like I just said, the first year, playoff loss at home to the Packers. Look at last year, home playoff loss to the 49ers that everybody saw coming because he's not a big game quarterback in reality you're right this this from a broad scheme of things is the cowboys lost to a bad football team that came in losers of five in a row it was a team that was reeling with an older quarterback you're right an all-time talent but an older quarterback who is withering away before our eyes that has zero talent who again this dallas defense and i'll touch on this made a rookie wide receiver who couldn't catch the damn ball turn into a superstar overnight Dak can't win the can't win the big games and I think we talked about it last week as bad as the Packers are it's still Green Bay and Dallas in Lambeau on prime time that's a prime time game Dak yet again could not do it I could think not. we I think we have to also mention when I look at that defense I take nothing just from that defensive line I say without the pressure and the amount of sacks that we had at the defensive line position We've had we had wide receivers running. They had wide receivers running wide open the whole game. Yeah. If A. Rodgers had an, another second, we're easily lose that game by three touchdowns. Easy. easy. He had yeah. people running down the field wide open. That goes to Diggs. Diggs, you can't cover this fucking rookie. Exactly. I don't give a fuck if he's a fastest player on the on the on the Packers team. Fucking cover it. Defensive back exactly. coach, cover it. Zone. Exactly. I hate this little fucking bullshit ass zone. Man the fuck up. Yep. Man up. Let's go man to man. We know who's beating us. Three touchdowns. Yeah. At what point do we say let's man the fuck up, fuck playing the zone shit, and let's let's play ball? I hate that zone shit because me in my eyes that zone shit gives you up a five yard or it gives you up a fifteen yarder. So I, I, I hate it at, at all times. Every time, and, and and now that's my second point, and I know we're, we're going to touch on the Eagles, but it's the same bullshit the Eagles did playing the bullshit soft zone. 
Um, I just don't know if Diggs is the premier premier cornerback that everybody says. He's yeah, a ball hawk. He's a ball hawk guy. He's not. I I see a ton of people just dick riding this no, guy. More miles from him than he has. Okay, me, all right. Everybody but Malik thinks no, no, no. that he is a what? I always said I, I I don't care for picks. Picks in my eyes for the Cowboys never. I would say half those picks turn into a positive scoring option. Stop it, punt, let's come back, let's drive the field. We need to have a drive that, that accumulates to something. I don't like a quarterback that, I mean, a, a cornerback that plays the ball. He plays front face, goes for the ball, yep. and gets beat. I don't want a, I don't want my defense getting beat like that. And I've said that from the beginning. To me, Diggs is soft as fuck, and he plays the ball too much. I don't, in my, I don't want that. And I've said that from the beginning. Even when people would, like, dig him up, he has eight picks in a row, eight games in a row. That wasn't yep. something I was applauding. He gave the most fucking yards in the fucking league. Yep, exactly. Hand to hand. That's you're right, and I and I agree with you. That my second point with why this loss for Dallas is concerning. This team is built, and we just talked about Dak. This team is built, especially with Tony Pollard in there, who did his thing. This loss is not on him. Over 100 yards, another TD. Yeah, run the ball, work off the run, and have this defense that again a lot of people talk about as one of the better defenses in the league. Have them take control. You had a two-touchdown lead. Your team is literally built to control the clock and have your yeah. defense suffocate the other team, and that didn't happen. So yeah. that's cause for concern when literally the foundation of your team was exposed to, again, a, a bad football team coming bad in. football team. And then, again, the third note I have, we touched on it, copied my homework, must have. It's Mike <laughs> McCarthy. As an Eagles fan, I hope he never leaves because you're not going to win anything with him at the helm, he looks like an idiot. He looks disengaged half the time. If I was a Cowboys fan, I don't know how the hell I would deal with it, but the dude just looks like a fucking moron. He, I think he has no idea what he's doing. Like, and listen, maybe he got it's awful. Go ahead, sorry. Maybe no, I'm, I'm I cut you off. I, I apologize, but maybe he was getting coffee with Rogers before the game because he said, "Yo, you're the only reason I'm still in this league. You're the reason I got paid." <laughs> because Rogers dragged his ass to a Super Bowl kept him around in Green Bay until he didn't want him anymore. And then Dallas said, oh, you know what? You, you did this thing before that we haven't done in a while. We'll give you this money and be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe he was just uh, paying back Rodgers for, for all the good fortune that's come his way. Yo, man, I think I don't want to keep harping on it, but that was it was a heartbreak to watch because it was like, finally, we're beating Green Bay. Green, A-Rod yep. always has our number, no matter when he fucking plays it. Yeah. A-Rod always has the number. So it's like, oh, we can actually win this game. I don't see us losing the game. And then it just slowly, just slowly, like, we we had some turnovers. We have to capitalize on the turnovers. You can't yeah. get two turnovers and then just not capitalize on them. They're giving yep. you gifts. Capitalize on them. Dak Prescott is fucking going into halftime. You throw a pick in the fucking red zone? Yep. Oh, yeah. You throw a pick in the red zone. What the fuck are we doing? He looks both like he's just out of it. And yeah, himself, both of both of his interceptions oh were bad. God. Biggest point that I left off, and this is why I say Dak's not the guy. If you saw, I always watch the press conferences. That's one of the things I do watch to see what yep. what is talked about after. So maybe there's some things I missed out in the game, right? That they can shed light on. That goes. It's miscommunication between the wide receivers. Would you want Hurts going up there and saying pretty much putting blame when you're wide receivers and tight end on C.D. No. Lamb and Schultz? Mind you, I give it to you. CD Lamb does not go up to break up some questionable picks. Like some of those things, CD get in front of it, try to bat, bat it down, try to get in the way of some. If it's misthrown, CD Lamb gives up on the ball. Okay, I'll give you that. Miscommunication yeah. could happen. You're the fucking quarterback. You take all the heat. Yeah. Especially yep. on America's team, you take the fucking heat. That's it. I mean, the communication starts and ends with the quarterback. And not to mention, this isn't an Aaron Rodgers situation where he's throwing to three rookie wide receivers. Dak has had this group of guys for two, three years now. Two, yeah. three full off seasons, two, three yeah. full seasons, playoffs. That's not no. That's if there's an excuse of there's miscommunication, that's a much bigger issue than maybe a receiver dropping the ball or running the wrong route. If it's miscommunication yeah. with guys that have been on this roster together for two to four years, uh, oh boy, I didn't see that, but that's that's troubling. I mean, in my CD Lamb balled out. Um, I can't. I, I Pollard didn't. Exceeded my expectations. Let's not forget, Pollard is a backup running back. Pollard's not. This is two games in a row where Pollard's getting majority of the handoffs. That's a lot to. He's even said in the last game, "Yo, I gotta come out." The last game, he didn't play like the last five minutes. He had nothing in the tank left. 
We ran yep. the fuck out of Pollard. Like, like we we can't just put it all on Pollard's back, and he hasn't been a starter all game, getting all those carries, and yep. has more carries and yardage than Zeke this year. So, uh, I, Dak in my eyes is this game in my eyes is the debate for more trouble because of the position that we now see Dak in. Exactly. It's it's when it boils down to it in the NFL, who's your starting quarterback? Who's your head coach? And right mm-hmm. now. Dallas has at best an average quarterback and in my eyes, a bottom five head coach in the league. I agree. I agree, brother. Got to be, but I know you got a lot of talk about, I'll, I'll let you take things over now. Have your, have your little fun um, with the Eagles. Again, they, they dropped their first one. I have a lot of thoughts on this, uh, but I'll let you start it off. I have no, besides being a fucking Cowboys fan, the only thing I can say is just huff, like laugh about it. Finally, like, I, I couldn't wait for this day to happen, right? So I want to bring Eagles fans to back to reality, right? Because it's not – I don't think this – this game means nothing to me. Like, this is not like a, oh, my God, this is the turning point of the year. Let's see in three games. If we start seeing some losses happen in the next three games, then we can talk about, oh, shit, are they in trouble? This is just yep. a one-off, like, oh, finally, fuck their record. Fuck up their little whatever's going on, kumbaya moments for Eagles fans. Yep, Let's exactly. bring the city back to light. Like, calm them the fuck down, bring the reality. But in my eyes, this is not troubling at all. It's just like finally we control the Eagles. We haven't been able to. And that's, yeah. that's all I can say. <laughs> I want to yeah. see what your perspective was on the – on the. I'm not going to lie to you. I turned it on probably uh, – I was at the gym when this one came on. So watching after the second quarter is when I started watching intensely like as I was working out. So I, in my eyes, what I'm hearing is – and you tell me if I'm wrong. The defense play like shit. Slay play yeah. like shit. Um, I don't know about the play calling and off on the side. I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so I think first and foremost, um, it, you know, you've given me the compliment of being a rational fan, and I appreciate that. But I know I can be irrational, especially right when that game ends. You're at your most passionate. Your your emotions are on your sleeve. But even after the game ended, two minutes after, you texted me about it. I came at the Cowboys, joking fun. But then I texted you, this was just a game the Eagles were outworked, they were outplayed, they were just they were physically beat down. Like honestly, the score of that game and how close that was should never have been a thing. Washington should have crushed us. It was time of possession. They did whatever they wanted on the offensive side. My my main worry with this team is our first round draft pick, Big Jordan Davis from Georgia, went down with an injury. He'll be out for another few weeks. Since then, Malik, you could have 100 yards rushing on this defense. It's bad. It's really bad. There's nothing up the middle. Our defensive coordinator, wherever you shit Mike McCarthy off of, off to, wherever you shoot him <laughs> in space, take our defensive coordinator with you because he has been horrible since he's gotten here. There's a lot of talent on the defensive side that has been masking how bad he's been. Slay, I don't think he was that bad. It's just, again, what you said of this bullshit soft zone where these receivers are sitting, they're running 10 to 15 yards and they're sitting in one spot and they're getting hit. That's going to beat you every single time. So I don't think Slay played like shit. I just think he happened to be where he was supposed to, but the play calling is such bullshit that, you know, the, I think a normal NFL fan is saying, Oh, Slay got beat again. Yeah. He probably got beat on a few, on a few marks, but by no means was Darius Slay, who's been one of the better cover corners in the past three years, just all of a sudden torched by Taylor Heineke. It, the defensive coordinating was horrible. Yeah. I think what it boils down to is they were never going to go undefeated. The loss was coming. There's a reason why the 72 Dolphins were the last team to go undefeated and win a Super Bowl because it just doesn't happen. I was tired of hearing it. I just wanted to go week by week, enjoy the games, win whatever you can. They got punched now, in the mouth. This is where I jump in, though. Okay. It's an easy cop-out to say that I'm glad we don't have to worry about the – record anymore i think i think to an extent yeah it it is but and and again i'll touch on this with with why i'm not too worried because of our locker room and the guys we have in there the eagles were punched in the mouth division rival worst team in the division fucking punched you right in your gut (laughs) right in your fucking teeth on national tv with everyone watching the eight and oh eagles and you got fucking run over I'm not worried because I have faith in guys like Jason Kelsey, Jalen Hurts with his mentality. Like everybody I heard talk after that game, it was Jalen Hurts saying, that's not going to happen again. Like we will be better. It was Jason Kelsey saying, I don't want to hear the missed face mask call. 
it wasn't a face mask call. I just sent it to you earlier because it didn't it didn't happen. It wasn't called. Like we're not going to blame it on one or two plays. Like we played like shit. AJ Brown, I heard him say, "Yo, now we don't need to worry about the seven zero bullshit." I think it's it may be a little bit of a cop out, but you could have the strongest locker room in a league, and you could have dudes that really are honed in week by week. You you've played this game before. You know emotions can get the better of you. Noise that noise gets louder and louder with each passing week to an extent where I don't care how focused you are. You know, we see whenever they score a damn touchdown, they're dancing and they have all these dances, you know, lined up and that's great. But, you know, it's one of these things like don't get in your own head. And these are professional athletes like they they have swagger to them that can sometimes turn into a little bit of cockiness of, man, you know what? We are we are unstoppable. We're fucking seven and eight and like we're winning every single week. No problem. Now maybe they were humbled. And again, I'd rather this game happen now than first round of the playoffs when it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what what's happening? We have no idea. They really haven't had a game where everything's gone wrong. Everything went wrong. We had injuries. We had horrible turnovers. There were a few missed calls. Like everything that could have happened wrong did. And now let's just like go from there. I hope I really want to see this Sunday against the Colts. Like they just come out and fucking smoke them. It's I all about now, now it's the response. How, that game's well and done. If they come out sloppy on Sunday, I, we're going to have this discussion next week. I'm going to be a little bit worried. With um, Was this the first time – I think I saw some of this. This was the first time you guys ever went into halftime down? Yeah, first time all year that we trailed in the second half. Wow, that's something, that's something to speak about as well. Now, and, and in this debate, when I was looking at this week's teams, right, who's the wide receiver of, of this year? A.J. Brown? Or Jefferson, who who do you think is is the wide receiver of the year? Probably right now, probably Jefferson. Without that game, do you still say that? Probably, okay. probably. And I don't think I don't think it's a Justin Jefferson one, AJ Brown ten. Like I think AJ Brown is I, again. I've watched him all year long. The dude can fucking ball, but okay. I mean Jefferson's just a different breed. Yeah, I think it's funny that even after that game, I still saw uh, the Eagles game. People saying I can't wait for for Christmas or the the night the Christmas Eve uh, like that to play the Cowboys and I was like, by that time you guys are fucking sitting your team. Are you <laughs> fucking dumb? Like we'll probably win because you're sitting your fucking team. Like what are we talking? About? Like this is what I'm saying. The dumbass fans are like, but the yeah. Cowboys, but the Cowboys. Like no, that has nothing to do with what the fuck yeah. the discussion is right now. It has nothing to do with yeah. that. Again, it's just to be able to troll. And you know for yeah. damn sure, my phone went. I put do not disturb on. And I was <laughs> when I was driving home from the gym, what happened? They kicked the field goal and won. Do not disturb came on. I didn't even watch them kick the field goal. I just turned it yeah. off. And Cal was like, What are you doing? Watch it, watch it. I'm like, What well, it's over. Like, we just yeah. lost the dumbass game. Got home, turned on the Eagles game. Let's fucking get it, baby. My spirits go <laughs> higher to see. You know that it's a fucked up Monday when you go into a Monday and you guys lose in that fashion. But to be able to say, like, no matter what, if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys lose, both fans are like, All right, at least we both fucking took the L. Right. It is, it is. But at the end of the day, it's just to talk shit to say that the Eagles yeah. fucking fumbled the bag. And yeah. it, it's still funny to say that boy Heineke is something different. I think what, what he is, man. Is Heineke is, should definitely be playing somewhere in the league. And I think that it's still funny that with, with the play calling, of course, you would say, in my eyes, do you think that, in my eyes, that face man's had nothing to do with the fumble? The ball's already out by the time that face mask hit. No, it, it didn't have anything to do with the fumble. Again, the gripe was the fumble doesn't. It, the fumble is nulled by the by the by the, um, by the penalty. So, again, I was more frustrated in the fact that an illegal hit now took out one of our better offensive weapons for the next four or five weeks. Like that. That to me, it's the face mask call is a call for safety. It's the same reason you can't headhunt. It's to protect these guys. So, mm-hmm. at the very least. Call the penalties that are going to protect your guys. I don't care if they missed a holding call and a touchdown. Yeah. That would be different. Yeah. But to yeah. drag somebody down like that, like I was more pissed now that he's hurt versus, you know, fumbling the ball. And to be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck. That judge was looking dead at it. Yeah. Like, he, he looked like he's dead in front of it. He just is like, oh, that's a fumble. I think he ch- yep. like just watched the fumble and not You're the right. face mask at all. I think it's bullshit that people are saying that that um, – that late little uh, that hit the late hit on Heineke was bullshit. Hundred percent wasn't. If you look at it and they busted on with the boys, they broke it down and they said like, okay, let's let's put this in slow motion. He's completely, still seven yards out. 
He's seven yards out as Heineke falls down. Now, mind you, Heineke fell down on some weird shit. He definitely just went down. Yeah. He didn't get in the play. So I get it. But still, as a a veteran in a league, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. And listen, it's tough, right? The argument with that penalty in general, let alone, you know, the one that just happened to the Eagles, the argument is these are big dudes going full speed. Like, it's hard to pull up. And it is. But I, as soon as that play happened, and I was texting, you know, a couple of my different friends that are Eagles fans, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I was fighting with them. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. First of all, like you just said, he's five yards away from him still. If you're going full speed, like tw- twist, do something. You're you're an incredible athlete to where you can stop an extent where you're not putting all of your weight on a guy that is giving himself up on a play. Was it again, like you just said, probably a bullshit way for Heineke to go down? Maybe, but he was trying to win a fucking game, and he did. Yeah. No, but that's not. You can say that 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 you can say that. Oh, he could have eased up in an open field play. No, no, no. This isn't a quarterback fifteen yards downfield and a DB's coming screaming down. Right? That's not that. This is he's five yards in the backfield. He's not going anywhere. He's down. Like he's there's you don't ease up on that. You're running at him. He goes down. You stop. You have seven yards to stop. Yeah, and you know, and listen, that was you know one of my favorite players, Brandon Graham, and and he'll listen. He'll he'll definitely pay back for that. Hundred percent. You know, I mean, you know, watching that game in that play call, as soon as they're passing it, and Heineke said it afterwards, if the first read isn't there, as soon as he escapes the pocket, you know, he's not throwing that ball away. He's not going to throw it up and, and try to create a bad turnover. He's going to go down to try to force you to call a timeout, or if you didn't have one, continue to run the clock. Mm-hmm. You knew he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. So literally just like, just run. Mm-hmm. And again, he's on the ground. So you had to not only run at him, but you had to put yourself and force yourself on top of him when he's on the ground. But throw that flag 10 times out of 10 every time it happens. Now, is the rule on that play, if he's in the backfield, slides down, is he down or does he have to still be touched? So, that see, that's the thing. When you take a knee like that, it's all about, like, giving yourself up. Yeah. So there is something to be said that, you know, who knows? Maybe the ref doesn't say he's down and he pops up and makes the greatest play we've ever seen and throws it 60 <laughs> yards down the field. Yeah. yeah, probably, but I don't know, man. Again, you know what play it's going to be. You know he's going to give himself up like that when he's running back 15 yards. What else do you think he's going to do? Yeah. He's going to waste as much time as possible. Just sprint at him. He's going to fucking he's going to go down is exactly what he did. It was it I was a bad was, play. It was hilarious. I was watching um uh not watching, but I saw a tweet it was like like it was like a couple hours before the game ended and someone's watching the game. And they were like, have you ever played Madden? And when Madden makes the decision that you're going to lose this game, regardless, yeah, like, yeah. you'll be playing Madden. He was like, this is how this Eagles game feels. It feels like no matter what we're losing this game, just off the way that the Eagles are playing dumb. I mean, that little, that fumble that started that, 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 that turnover, when he pops up and starts to take off running the Eagles player, who was that? Quez Watkins, which should have been a touchdown. If he just knows how to track a ball, that's a perfectly thrown Doesn't ball. Happen, he, all right. He closes his eyes and walks in backwards. Yeah. Like there's no reason to even dive at that ball. <laughs> exactly. So that, that that's what it was. I was like, without that, you guys win that game. Cause there's no way they're coming down and scoring that quick. And I I, I don't now if, when I make that transition, like, okay, they go down to the Eagles score. Heineke, what 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 how much time was left? A minute some change left? Mm-hmm. He's not going down. I don't. I don't have faith in Heineke going down there and winning the game for you guys with that much. Time, with I mean, with the rest, uh, with the Commanders, he doesn't win that game in my eyes. So yeah, it's funny. Again, we gotta talk about this one, Calvin. You gotta come on. We gotta talk to you about this. Uh, this Commanders game and see see what your thoughts were. Yeah, it's um. Listen, it's one of those things that it, it was stupid penalty, but whenever you had, I think the Eagles had seven minutes time of possession, like midway through the third quarter. Like what the fuck else do you expect? Like you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose that game every single time. But again, <laughs> Eagles went into that game number one seed in the NFC. They came out of it the same way. So it is what it is. Like I said, I'm more worried about how they're gonna respond versus what you know, whatever that was. But I mean, what we're gonna see. I, I do think that they take control of the Colts this week, though. So go, going forward, we're more, we're a little more halfway through the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Anything glaring in your eyes? No, I think honestly, when it looks, you're talking about just the Eagles in general, the league. Like, where are you seeing things go? I think it's starting to get spicier. We're starting to I see think, turn up a little bit. It's starting to get colder. Teams are starting I to think, play um, the wall. Yeah, you're right. Um, I honestly, I think in the next couple of weeks, like we're going to see the 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 top tier teams start to kind of pull away. Cool. I feel like it's just been a weird season. 
Yeah. We talked about it before. There's just a lot of bad football going on. Um, but no, I, I think I think the top teams are going to kind of you know take control. The bad teams are going to start you know blowing up a little bit, uh-huh. and the mid tier teams are going to I guess fall in line or lose games they're supposed to. Like, there's only a few real teams I think you can look at that you wouldn't be surprised of winning the Super Bowl. Like, I think there's mm-hmm. really only two or three teams at this point. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It's yeah, it's been a weird the way year. this year is going. You never know how that's gonna how the end is gonna end up though. The way that the year is, has been looking so far, we'll see. You never know yeah. some upsets and and some games like we just saw this weekend. Football was good this weekend in the NFL. I, I feel like after we had the discussion of the NFL sucks, shit changed. Yeah, it was definitely the best. Yeah, it was definitely the best. Yeah, that's for sure. I would agree. Um, awesome. We do you have something? No, no, I got nothing else on okay. that. Um, so something that kind of hit the the wave yesterday was, did you see that Tom Brady text to AB? Yeah, I did. I'm still, was that, that was real? I don't, I don't know. I was like, if this is real, it's like, I, I love seeing Tom Brady calling out AB. I want to see yep. the story develop and see if it is real because, you know, AB is, he just leaked the sex tape of himself. Like he is just <laughs> nonsense, bro. He's, if you want to talk about it, people are like, if you want to follow two careers of how to destruct your career, Follow Antonio Brown and fucking Kyrie Irving. These are two ways yeah. to do so. <laughs> but I don't even want to talk about who they that with the Kyries. I, I'm not really yeah, yeah, yeah. They might pull this episode down. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> I think in my eyes, across across sports, we got to bring someone on here that could talk about basketball because I don't give a fuck about basketball. I haven't even cared at this point. Yeah, so we do. Listen, I was going to say, just touching on that, shout out Joel Embiid. Uh, played one of the best games I've ever seen really? the other night. At 59 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, seven blocks. Unbelievable. Yeah, he, he almost put up 60? He almost put up he almost put up 60. He almost put up a quadruple double. Damn. All right. Yeah. Maybe we gotta start paying attention. He's a big <laughs> Yo, we gotta go to a Sixers game, man. We gotta plan that out. We do. We'll we'll try to get uh yeah, we'll get some basketball people on here. And, yeah, right. Uh, go go into that. But you know, we talked about this before. Basketball season doesn't start until Christmas for me. So <laughs> facts. It Who are your matter. guys that are Eagles fans? Do I know any of them that you you talk to? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, what, that are big Sixers guys? No, that are Eagles fans that you said, like, you talked to your boys about the Eagles game. Who are, One of them, uh, is Ty, uh, Tyler Jerg, you know him. Um, I don't know what type of Eagles fan is he? I don't, I don't know. What... He's, uh, he's a good Eagles fan, but again, he was with the one who was like, dude, that's a bullshit. That's a bullshit call. Um, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy talking to him about it, but I think he's kind of in the same boat. Like this was just a, like, this was a loss. This was just yeah. solely a loss. So we were, we were kind of chilling. Take it for what it is, baby. Welcome to the gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Welcome to the the, the, the lost game. club. It's it's a weird feeling. It was a weird feeling watching <laughs> the Eagles game and being pissed because all year it's just been fun. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the only thing I'm looking forward to next week in, in regards to sports um, is the Colts versus Eagles. You know, you still got the Colts coming off a win regardless. Yeah. You got some steam in that locker room. Colts versus Eagles. Let's see where that ends up. Mm-hmm. I'm calling the upset. Arkansas is beating, going to beat Mississippi, 14 Mississippi. Arkansas looked good this week, so I, I think that Mississippi team is in some trouble. And yep. something to always pay attention to is anytime Ohio State plays Maryland, you never know where that can go. Maryland is still a good team. They're not ranked, but it's definitely something that I would pay attention to uh, going forward. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think touching on college football, uh, the rankings pretty much stayed the same. I know yeah. Oregon got upset. So LSU is now six, but it's still Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, uh, and then five and six just on the outs of the playoff is Tennessee and LSU. TCU, I'm going to put on upset watch this week. Uh, they impressed me last week um, as big underdogs on the road. I bet on them. They took control of that game. You you mentioned it last week. Texas is a hostile environment. Um, it's Texas, one of the biggest brands in all of sports. Yeah, They got a big win. They now have to go to Baylor, struggling this year. Baylor just got their asses kicked last week. I think they lost 31-3. to mm-hmm. I always like taking teams that get embarrassed. I like taking them the next week because really? these are guys, again, these are competitors, man. You, when you're embarrassed like that, you want to come back and make a statement. And I think TCU came off of such a high win at Texas. Maybe they overlook them a little bit. Maybe the nerves of being that number four team in the college football playoff. If Baylor can have a lead going into halftime, TCU might be like, shit, man, we, we're, we're in a little bit of trouble. Uh, but I agree with you. I watched that Arkansas game last week against LSU. They look like a spoiler. And 
Ole Miss, you know, was in a dogfight against Bama. That was definitely like their Super Bowl, and they lost. Yeah. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas won too. Yeah, of course I was at the wedding this weekend. Beautiful wedding. Shout out to Greg and his right. beautiful wife. Um, it was a good time, but I was definitely the guy in the church watching the game. I get in trouble by cat. And then also at the table, I had the phone propped up on the centerpiece. So, yeah. <laughs> and they went around and like, really, you're watching the game? I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, yeah, it's TCU protected right now. This is a big game to be watching. So I was Got watching the wedding, but uh, we were all busy. Hey, man, I think that was an amazing episode. Um, I really enjoyed the discussion. We got to ask some, let's ask some, some clapper to that. I really well done. It. Well done. It was awesome. Um, again, if, do you have anything else to add, brother? No, no, I think it's, I think we're good, man. I, you know, embrace debate. We went back and forth a little bit. Um, it's weird when both of our teams lose. <laughs> Yo, is there anyone you want to bring on one of these weeks? Yeah, I think we can talk about it. Maybe we can talk about it a little bit off air, but um, yeah. yeah, we can definitely collab and see if we can get somebody on. I think the uh, – listen, I know we can get Tone back on as long as the Eagles win, but it sounds like he might be ducking you when we lose. Tone ducking, baby. Um, <laughs> so th- thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Continue to support. Please go like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on the Instagram at we trust underscore podcast. Follow Liam on Instagram. His at handle is there. You want to say your at handle, brother? Yep, Liam Stokes, 11, nice and easy. That's that Jimmy Rollins? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Rollins number? Oh, yeah. Um, And, again, our sponsor, please go and show some love and support a local business. Get your hookah supplies as well, 10% off using the code TRUST. Um, Thank you, guys, and have a good week. All right, thanks, Lee.